Everyone, welcome to another episode of the Rodcast. I'm joined here with Pastor Rod and we've got a great conversation today. We're going to be talking about the prosperity gospel, what it is. Is it the is it the gospel that Jesus preached? Well, that's what we're going to be chatting about today. So from the get-go, Pastor Rod, do you believe in the prosperity gospel? Is that the gospel that you preach? No. <laughs> Straight up, no. From my understanding of what prosperity gospel means, we just have to say no. That it's pretty. There's some pretty ugly corners in that, and and I'd, I'd say we just believe in the gospel of Jesus Christ with um with all its blessings and mm-hmm. all its troubles. Uh, both yeah. are involved in the gospel, and yeah. um, when I say troubles, I mean persecution and and difficult times. So if we if we define prosperity gospel as everything's going to be okay. Um, just believe and everything's going to be okay. No, that is clearly not a biblical view from Genesis through to Revelation. The whole Bible account is how God helps us through our hard times, in our hard times. Mm. He works on our behalf and he also blesses us in many, many ways. So I just think straight up, no, but we do believe in a God who blesses and loves and pours grace and and if we could talk about that that not corner but that broad broad brush of mm. who God is i think it's very important for us today oh that's awesome so for for those who are unaware of what the prosperity gospel is would you be able to share some key elements of what people are preaching when they preach the prosperity gospel yeah i'm i'm an australian and um this prosperity gospel, I don't think, has a large foothold or, or a large room in Australian churches. Mm. I don't know that I've been away from Australia for 20 years now in Asia, but um, in Japan. But growing, uh, being a young Christian at, at the age of, I got saved at 19. And mm. um, I, I, I'm, I'm surprised, I was surprised to learn there was such a thing mm. as the prosperity gospel. And when you first hear about prosperity gospel, those, those those two words are good, prosperity and gospel are both good words. Yeah. But I didn't realize that when you put it together, it becomes something quite different. So mm. I think understanding as, a, as an Australian, I've got to understand what it means in other parts of the world. And I think what it means is something, as I said, pretty ugly. The concept either that you must, you must give to somebody to be blessed or you must... Uh, that side or that the side that there's God just wants to bless you in this life and there's no hardship and no difficulty I, I would be I would be offended by that if I heard either either of those concepts so when I hear about prosperity gospel put together and I hear about it mainly from the United States or from maybe some other countries of the world I think it's I think it's terrible to, to mm-hmm. we would never preach that we would never preach give to me and you'll be blessed or um, Jesus will take away all your troubles. I, that is a foreign concept completely, but I yeah. do think it falls into those two categories. Mm. So I think um, either of those have got m- massive problems. Um, mm. If it's you know, give to me and you'll be blessed. That's just that's just yeah. ridiculous. Um, yeah. You know, you give to God. Um, you always give to God to for God to bless you and mm. uh, for God mm. to help you in your finances to give you wisdom in decisions to help you in the hard times to get through job interviews and difficult things to to believe that there could be a rise 
somewhere in our life. I think the opposite of of that is just what I touched on. I do believe in the concept of redemption and lift. Mm. Um, I've lived a lot of my years in Asian countries that are in poverty or difficult moments. We lived in Thailand at the time where um, HIV AIDS was at its height. Mm. And um, we dealt with a lot of people with sickness. Yeah. And, um, you know, the concept that – you know, give to me and you'll be blessed is is just terrible. Mm. What we did preach, however, is there is a healing God. Yeah. Um, there is a God who Jehovah Rapha is one of the names or or Yahweh Rapha is one of the names of God in the Old Testament, God the mm-hmm. healer. Um, and when we preached healing, God he- healed um, hundreds and probably thousands of, of non-Christians. There is a God that wants to bless and heal. Come on. Um, when we heal up here, you know, people saying, you know, the, the prosperity gospel means there's no hardship. I, I look at that and think that's just a terrible message for most of the world. Yeah. There might be some people living a very, very happy life on the outside, but most of the world is struggling. Mm. So I, I don't think those are helpful as an mm. Australian, as a person living in Japan and in nice countries. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not in war or famine, but. You could, you can never say to somebody, "Believe in Jesus, and all your troubles will be taken away." So I've just got to say, it's it's foreign, it's strange, yeah. it's not biblical, and mm. I think it's going to lead to a lot of people falling away. But I do believe in redemption and lift. I do believe in that. I mm. believe that becoming a believer will help us bring healing, um, the wisdom, and and giving to God, mm. and it will bring. Um, better decisions, better, better lift, and I've seen this redemption and lift in these poor countries. Yeah. Um, let me give you an example. When we lived in Thailand, there was a a region of Thailand that's very dry, um, parched most of the year. Mm. It just has a small rainy season, and people put the rice in, and there can be rice there or no rice there, depending on how much rain or lack of rain there is. And but I heard about one church in this dry area that was really joyful, really happy. And I, I was asked to preach there, which I was looking forward to. So I got in my, my truck, my uh, Toyota truck, and, and drove out to this village. And, and when I got there, the people were so joyful. They were singing, and we had a great night meeting. We prayed for the sick in the whole village. Um, it was just really great. Mm. Um that later that night, they put me in the back of the church in a room with no fly screens. That wasn't that wasn't great. That wasn't so great. It meant all these bugs all night were flying into my mouth and other parts and uh, <laughs> down my pants and up my shirt. And it was one of the worst night's sleeps of my life. But uh, in the morning, they brought out a lovely breakfast. And um, uh, as I went to leave, they gave they brought out a twenty kilogram bag of rice for mm. me. And I don't need that, you know. I'm the foreigner who who has the van, right? I have got, I've got mm. the truck, and I'm not saying I'm wealthy, but I certainly have more resources than them. And I tried to refuse. I said, "Don't don't give me a rice. You need it more than me." And they, I could see the sad look in their eye, and they really wanted to give me this twenty kilogram bag of rice. And yeah. and, and I thought, no, oh God, and I felt the Holy Spirit say, "Receive it, and I'll bless them." Um, mm. So that wasn't me trying to get anything from them. It's me. I was actually trying to refuse it. But um, 
Finally, I said, okay, put it in the back of the truck. I said, now listen, you're giving me this rice. Is that right? I said, yeah. I said, so therefore I can give it to anyone I want. Is that right? They said, yeah. I said, so you don't mind if I give it to some poor people down the road. Is that right? They said, it's your rice. Yeah. So I drove out of there, drove down the road, and I found another place where they were poor. And I said, I'd like to give you this 20 kilogram bag of rice. It's, it's, it's actually from the church um, just up the road there, a few kilometers. Hmm. And they, they said, thank you. So I just want to explain clearly, I wasn't trying to take from poor people. Mm. And it's a really important part of the story because it, it sort of sounds terrible, but um, I gave it away mm. and gave it to other poor people and said it's from them up the road. Now, yeah. when I went back to that church, the happy church that gave me 20 kilograms of rice, when I went back six months later, I noticed a difference. Mm. And the difference wasn't they were rich, but the difference was two things. One is that I noticed their children had shoes. Mm. Their children had shoes. And the second thing was they said all our kids are back in school because mm. we've had a good good harvest, we've received money, and we can pay for our kids to go to school. Yeah. I call that redemption and lift. Mm. I call that people being blessed by God. Mm. Now, I didn't promise that, but I did believe for it, that God would bless them, and I saw mm. it in context. And this is really important with redemption and lift. Lift. Mm is that we're not saying you're going to go from poverty to to wealth. We're saying God will help you increase. Mm. God will bless you in your context. And for the kids to go to school there means that probably the kids can go to high school and then college of some sort in the area, even university, Mm. which means that's a way out of poverty for the next generation. That's called redemption and lift. I do mm. believe in redemption and lift. I believe it for yeah. you, Adrian. I believe it for me. I believe mm. it for those poor people. I believe it for poor people in many countries mm. that we can promise that God is good. God is yeah. a provider. Mm. Jehovah Jireh is another one of God's names or Yahweh uh, uh, Jireh, um, the God who provides. Yeah. So I do believe in redemption and lift. I do mm-hmm. believe in blessing, but that's not the prosperity gospel. Like yeah. I'm not going in there saying either give to me or give and you'll be rich. No way. That is not yeah. the gospel of Jesus sure. Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ is touches every area of life, including mm-hmm. our finances and education. Sure. But we're not promising that. We're just saying, see what God will do. Wow. So it seems like there's that because a lot of the the elements around the there's so many true elements to um, that the I think the prosperity gospel preaches a message but uh, it's a perversion of some beautiful true elements so it's kind of like give to me and you're gonna receive these things yet we do know that uh, God God is a healer He is a provider He is there is this concept of sowing and reaping. And so I'd like to talk more about these elements from a, from a good, healthy, biblical point of view. So I know that you, you've, uh, we've actually uh, we've preached on prosperity in our church, and I think it's a healthy view. And I think you, you talk about the sudden advancement and, and what that yeah. looks like. And, and one of our key verses a few, I think it was a few years ago, was out of 3 John 2, where it says, Beloved, I pray that you prosper in all things and be healthy even as your soul prospers. So prosperity and health and blessing is definitely a part of the kingdom of God. Um, so can you maybe just speak more into yeah. what is biblical prosperity? Yeah, well, the, the, there is a Bible word called prosperity. 
and mm. and we can't deny it and I'm, I'm glad it's there what it means is a good journey or a sudden advance the old testament word a sudden advance on a good journey mm. the old testament concept of righteousness is being on a path um unrighteousness is getting off the path or returning to god is getting back on the path and this journey this this mm. this pathway that god has for us in many scriptures you know it says that god's god is a light to my path um, in Psalm 119, 105, the concept of, of God's light on my path, it brightens my path, it, it makes my path better. Mm. And prosperity is a sudden advance on the path, whether it's in love, joy, peace, goodness, mm. or finances, or health, there is a sudden increase. Yeah. We've got to believe for that, that God is good. Mm. And as I said, redemption and lift, that there is a lift. There, there yeah. is definitely a a lift. New Testament prosperity means the same thing, a good journey. It actually mm. does mean that in the Greek. Yeah. So it talks about my soul prospering and my life prospering, my soul mm. on a good journey, my life on a good journey. So it doesn't say poverty to wealth. It yeah. says good journey and advance mm-hmm. on the good journey. And I think if we stick to the biblical definition of prosperity, mm. there's no argument. There just cannot be an argument that God wants us on a good journey. Yeah. And sometimes there are sudden advances. And being here in Japan, we've, we've shared many times with the young Japanese that, you know, believe in God, put his principles into place, and we're believing mm-hmm. with you for a good job, a better job. We're believing with you for, for healing. Yeah. Um, we're believing with you for advance. Mm. And we've seen that. We've heard of many young Japanese saying they went to a job interview and they even though there were many other applicants, they got the job. Or mm. um, a, a couple of them actually said, one, one of them said there was like 800 people applied for a job. This is early days here. And they, in the interview, the interviewer said, you've got the job. You have an amazing attitude. Hmm. And, and so we can't promise that, but we can promise do your best, learn, grow, and see what God will do. That's, mm-hmm. that's a sudden advance. Yeah. That, that's an increase. Sure. And I, I will not stop speaking that and preaching that, although mm-hmm. people have to do their part, which is to learn, grow, study, mm-hmm. etc. Yeah. Um, but we can say God is with you. God mm-hmm. is with you. Jesus yeah. is with you in the job interview. Jesus is with you in the job search. Jesus yeah. is going to help you uh, in your family mm-hmm. and, and your healing. So prosperity... And that, that scripture, 3 John 2, I pray that you might prosper even as your soul prospers. It talks about, first, your soul prospering, your soul peace, mm. joy, love. I mean, that that internal change will help your external life for sure. Yeah. I want your external life to prosper as your internal life mm. is prospering. And we would preach that for sure. But yeah. to put those two words together, prosperity gospel. It, it means something different. So let's let's split yeah. them apart. Mm. Believe in prosperity, and of course we believe in the gospel. Mm. But the gospel is the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, and I love that. You know, we, we, we preach Jesus Christ. Um, but let me get to another scripture. In Luke chapter 4, where Jesus is quoting the Old Testament, it says that the good news is to preach the gospel to the poor. The mm. word gospel means good news. Yeah. And when you preach good news to the poor, they're looking for advancement. Let mm. me tell you, I've, I've lived in, in, amongst the poor here in Asia solidly for, for at least five years of my adult life. Mm. I love the poor. God loves the poor. But the message to the poor is that the good news 
is that God can help you and your children, right? Mm. Yeah. It, it, it's definitely good news. God's yeah. going to help you. God's going to help you in, in um, receiving some finance and getting some mm. education and breaking the poverty cycle is part of the good news. Mm. The true good news, the center of the good news is salvation through Jesus yeah. Christ, but the the off off spinning of that changed soul is a changed life. Mm. Um, there's so many scriptures we just talk about a changed life, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you could bring up a few too. Yeah, so I think I just love these stories because I think um, for for those children in or those families in Thailand, um, kids having shoes is prosperity. <laughs> the fact is they didn't have shoes, now they got shoes. That's prosperity. There's a sudden advancement or this kid wasn't going to school, now this kid's going to school. And so I think that's that's the beauty of the the, the prosperity of God that he, he brings us, he leads us forward and and yeah, I grew up in South Africa, and um, I grew up in a in a blessed family. So I don't think I ever struggled uh, financially. But also being able to work into different parts of Africa um, and seeing um, people as well. Again, we we visited countries where you're going to be a blessing to people, and then p- the people have very little want to give you something. They want to bless you, yeah. And, yeah. and part of you feels so bad for receiving it, but you see that. In in them giving, they so full of joy, and God blesses them in incredible ways. Yeah. It's just, it's just the most amazing thing. But again, it's not, it's not this um, guarantee of health and wealth. But it's there's a definite God's presence is with us. He's moving us forward. We we are filled with God's love. Um. So yeah, it's just amazing. Good news. Good. Yeah. Preach the gospel to the poor. There, there's got yeah. to be something. Mo- the majority of the world is still, you know, poorer. Mm. Um, many, many countries. <clears throat> many countries. Yeah. And when you go there, you want to pray for the sick, and yeah. you want to tell them about Jesus, mm. and then you want to tell them there's a better life if you make good decisions and God yeah. is with you. There, you, you can get out of this grinding poverty. Yeah. Um. In some countries I've been to, um, to preach the gospel was also to bring vegetables or bring bring something to them, um, not not to make them believe. I've got to be very careful. You know, we're not mm-hmm. making rice Christians, as I used to call it. It's not, mm. but we just want to bless the same thing. We want to bless too. We want to bring. Yeah. We want to help. We want to bring medicine. In mm. our in our, um, we, we love to support um, Tejas India. Mm. Which is in New Delhi, some of the poorest of the poor, it, and and we we're so joyful when we see those yeah. little kids and their families mm. blessed, and we can bring them some medicine. And mm. um, you know, we we one little girl came came um, a very small girl came with a very broken leg that had healed wrongly, mm. and our team saw that and brought in a uh, a doctor, and then mm. there was surgery to set that little girl's legs straight to give her a better future. This is the gospel. You know, it's yeah, that's so good. It's what, what we can do, um, mm. change lives and yeah. just so many hundreds of people. Mm. But again, we're not promising them poverty to wealth, we, but we are promising them a pathway yeah. uh, where there can be better health, um, mm. message of Jesus. They don't have to receive the message of Jesus, mm. but we we bring it. Yeah. Um, and, and then their kids... Uh, you know, go to school, um, yeah. hundreds, in fact, thousands, thousands yeah. of these poorest of the poorest, we put them into schools. Mm. Um, in fact, in that, in India, when you uh, help 
young kids socialize who are very poor and they socialize and then give them basic maths and a little bit of English and their own language and sort of reading and um, they've got to go back to school. They, they, the, the, the government schools must accept them. Yeah. And so we found all we needed to do was one or two years of education mm. and then the government schools must accept them. Yeah. So that was it's a pathway of these very poor back into education, mm. which and some of them have now graduated from high school mm. and gone on to college. Yeah. So um, one girl went to teachers' college, and now she's a teacher, graduated teacher mm. back in our school, mm. a day school. Um, when you see that, when you see the whole thing that the the poverty cycle start to be broken, mm. we can preach the gospel to the poor. Yeah. And it must include hope. Yeah. There's got to be hope. We're yeah. not just going to leave them in that same state. We, we've got to speak mm. uh, life and oh, I love it. I just love being yeah. with the poor and, and, and praying for the sick yeah. and seeing them um, prosper in their context. Yeah, sure. it, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? It's so good. I just Yeah, I want to just talk a little bit more um, around this area of blessing, blessed to be a blessing. So, one of the big one of the scriptures that they do often use in the prosperity gospel is this uh, blessing of that God gives to Abraham where he says that you will be uh, I will make your name great you will bless be blessed and through you all nations will be blessed and there's this um, and then we in the New Testament talks about that by faith we are children of Abraham and yeah. in the same blessing so can you unpack that a little yeah. bit like what is this blessing of Abraham? that we as followers of Jesus live in? I think we all need to know that blessing, Scripture, because the New Testament, as it says, we inherit, we inherit the promises of Abraham very clearly. Mm-hmm. So what are we inheriting? Well, Abraham was in a foreign country. We think it was uh, modern-day Iraq, down near Basra in that area. Mm-hmm. And um, it actually says in, in, um, in Joshua 24 that Abraham's it, parents and descendants made, made idols. Mm-hmm. He came from that background and God spoke to him Somewhere there he had faith in God. Mm. Um, so, so and God brings him and says, if you leave your family and, mm. and move to this area, I'm going to bless you. Well, straight away, that's not an easy thing to do, yeah. to leave your family. and your... So the blessing of Abraham doesn't mean everything's rosy. It means there's actually some sacrifice there. Yeah. Obey the word of the Lord, you know, whatever mm. God says. Um, obey that and there's going to yeah. be blessing. And so it's not just saying blessing, blessing, blessing. It's saying obedience leads to blessing. Yeah, and but but then the, the promises just kick in. Going to make you great mm. nation, great name, um, bless. Uh, and, and it says here, whoever curses you, I will curse. Which means some people will, will not be happy. Yeah. So straight away, you know, the, the blessing of Abraham doesn't mean everyone's going to love us. Mm. It means some people are going to curse us. Yeah. Um, I've been cursed many times in Asia, which doesn't matter because I'm protected by Jesus. But it's happened. Mm. It's happened many times. And um, so even the fact it says that whoever curses you, the blessing of Abraham does not eliminate spiritual warfare mm. or natural opposition. doesn't. Yeah. It just says God will deal with it. Yeah. And then it says, the, and whoever um, blesses you, I will bless, which I love that because I've been blessed by Christians and non-Christians and I always pray mm. blessing on them, just blessing, yeah. blessing, yeah. blessing, that an attitude of the – the concept of being blessed mm. is that we bless. We just yeah. bless. We don't curse. We bless. Yeah. But this last um, last part says, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So the blessing is not for to stay with me. 
Mm. The blessing is to pass through me. Yeah. To, I'm a conduit. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pipeline. Mm. Um, if I'm blessed, I'm going to bless others. And as I said, being able to, to live in Asia for many, many years in, in poor countries, I was able to be a conduit of many other people's giving yeah. uh, to the poor mm. to open up some training schools and some, um, mm. you know, bring in the medical profession and to bring in education. And mm. um, I've had some amazing friends who've started schools among the poor and, um, as I said, in Tejas. And mm. uh, it's, it's through our, our relationship we've been able to do that. Yeah. So blessing should never sit on me. It should flow through me. Mm. And, again, if, if if blessing, if I'm, it's about me, then it's greedy mm. um, or, or, or just stops with me and my family. I think, well, you know, really life's more than you and your family. It's got to be mm. a flow through. But yeah. blessing me, my family, and then flow through mm. is – uh, blessed uh, all the peoples of the earth through you, Abraham. This is the blessing of Abraham. Mm. Blessed to be a blessing. Yeah. We summarize the whole thing as blessed to be a blessing, right? Yeah. I think that's a, a good way to remember it. So good. Awesome. So I, I've got uh, just a few more uh, elements of just understanding this, the prosperity of God. And there's a, a very powerful scripture in 2nd Corinthians 8 verse 9 it says you you know the generous grace of the Lord Jesus Christ though he was rich yet for your sake he became poor so that by his poverty he could make you rich so like what what is this richness that we receive through Christ um, is it material is it what is the richness that we receive through Jesus laying down his life for us well, it starts with wonderful salvation through Jesus. Absolutely, mm. you know, that he did it all. I don't have mm. to try, just receive. And so instantly my inner life changes. My inner life yeah. changes first. Born mm. again, new creation, new man, so many New Testament pictures, new family, yeah. uh, adopted into through love. Mm. The, the picture is I am changed on the inside. So that's peace. Mm. And then um, the concept of a relationship with a good God, a good father. We love the, the Jeremiah 29, 11. It says, I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for a future and a hope and not for evil. So I'm now in a new plan. Yeah. I'm now in a destiny, and which includes blessing, which includes mm. healing. So internally, my life changes. And mm. I experienced that on the night I got saved. I was a mm. fireman at the age of 19, and I was not nice <laughs> when I got saved. And and instantly my life changed, instantly, mm. completely, without penalty. Well, the penalty was in my brain. I had to, you know, have a renewing of the mind. But my spirit, my heart was renewed. Mm. My vision was changed. My perspectives were changed. So inner change mm. is a supernatural thing. And And people say, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, this old dog at 19... <laughs> learnt the new tricks through Jesus. It's mm. called supernatural change. Yeah. Now, this is really important. I know we want to get to the outside, but the inside is such an important change. Mm. Yeah. That changes my mindset, my dreams, my visions, wow. um, my family, my ability mm. to, to lead family and, and be a mm. husband or a wife or, or uh, father or mother. It, it changes everything mm. when I receive Jesus and I think the rest is just leaking to the rest of my life. It leaks or, or it flows maybe is a better word than leak. It mm. flows to vision. And I, I just all of a sudden realized I wanted to do new things. 
Mm. Um, as a new believer at 19, I wanted to forgive. Mm. I'm talking about how I have forgave my father and it led to a whole lot of real blessings mm. in, our, in our family. Um, I, I wanted to, to release. I wanted to stop being um, selfish and yeah. that, that took a while, sure, but it was, it was a flow. Um, sure. and, and then I, I, I knew dreams. Yeah. I, I, you know, eventually I wanted to be a pastor and um, mm. not that that has to be the outcome. You could be a great business person. Mm. But, but my, everything changed. Everything changed when we get a hold of God, which leads to true prosperity. Yeah. which is to follow God's will for our life. That that probably yeah. is a great definition of true prosperity is following the plan that God has, a good plan, it says in Jeremiah 29, 11. It's a good plan. Yeah. So I think there's a flow from the inner yeah. life, which is that 3 John 2 scripture. I pray that you, everything might prosper as your soul prospers. There's a flow to jobs, families, relationships, finances, health, mm. everything. Which again yeah. doesn't mean everything's going to be okay. Yeah, it doesn't mean everyone's going to like us. Yeah, but it's such a flow yeah. that I can get through that stuff with Jesus, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's so good that, that now I, I, I'm going to become an overcomer, mm. or victorious mm. with Jesus' help in the things that would have destroyed me. Now yeah. I'm overcoming with Jesus' help. So good, like uh, yeah. So it's it's a richness. It's a richness in every area of my life. Rich, richness with uh, just salvation and forgiveness and great relationships and vision for my life and purpose and um, and even Jesus said, like I've come that you may have life and life to the fullest. So there's this full life in Jesus. But mm. Jesus also said, you're gonna face many trials. People are gonna hate yeah. you and it's gonna be tough. But I'm with mm. you. So I guess mm. that that's the message that we're wanting to share. That there, there's this incredible life in Jesus, and it's full of challenges and hardship and all of these things. But uh, it's 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 full of joy and peace because Jesus yeah. is with us. It's His presence with us that yeah. brings this hope. So that's so good. And and then the, the final thing is the hope that we have as believers is we're going to die and go to heaven, and that mm. is true true fullness of prosperity in heaven. Yeah. So we have even to sacrifice here on this earth, we, we're believing for a reward, a blessing in the yeah. next life. And yeah, um, that means that we're motivated to make a difference. Mm. We're motivated to share the gospel, the good news, sure. because mm. we're going to a place of ultimate prosperity yeah. forever and ever. Mm. Sure. It's so great. And just to finish off, uh, I would love it if you could just – uh, talk about maybe your perspective, a, a healthy view of uh, tithing that brings blessing, uh, sowing and reaping. We understand that there is these concepts of yeah. like when we are generous, we're going to, says like, give and you shall receive. There, there is a biblical concept and what's a healthy way yeah. to approach this? Well, I, you know, I really do believe in give and you shall receive, but we don't give to receive. Mm. We give because we love God and we're thankful. Mm. But his amazing promise is he wants to give back to us so we can give more. So I believe the whole concept is like a farmer. Those scriptures from that you're quoting, a lot of them are around farming, which mm. we lived in Toowoomba seven years near a farming community. And we saw year after year the concept of sowing and reaping is real, that mm. you do sow and there will be a reaping, but you're going to save some to sow again. Mm. Uh, it, you've got to, it, the Bible says that it even says you know there's going there's got to be overflow that you can sow again. Mm. So I think that um, we've got to think like a farmer. Mm. 
mm. that we're sowing, our faith is in, um, you know, God, and we're going to have a reward, and we're going to sow again for another season, another season, mm. another season. I th- I don't think outside farming we can understand this. We, mm. we unfortunately those in the city don't see this all that much, mm. but the concept of a farmer. Is, is the way we got to think, sow and reap, sow and reap. And it's an ongoing lifestyle. Mm. It's not just give to get. It's sowing to reap the harvest to give again. Yeah. And I, I think this is a really healthy way of thinking mm. um, because so, some years for the farmer is not a good year. You know, yeah. it might be a drought or whatever, And but the farmer is going to sow again. So yeah. the concept is not give to get because some years mm. we don't get but we've got to sow yeah. again. And so it's the, yeah. the concept is there's going to be a harvest and there's going to be overflow and there's going to be sowing again. This mm. is the lifestyle of tithing as well, mm. I believe. We're sowing into God's kingdom. Mm. We're saying to God, um, this 10%, I really believe it actually is yours, Lord. I want to give it back with thankfulness. Mm. And uh, let's see what you will do, sowing and reaping. And so some years... Um, tithing have been hard and tough and some years have been good, but I believe in the principle of sowing and reaping mm. with my tithe. Um, and, you know, people say, oh, New Testament, it's not, you know, nothing about 10%. Well, that's true. And um, before I got married, there was a couple of years there where I, I decided to tithe 20% because mm. I could, because mm. I was single. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I could and I wanted to and no one told me to. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure, let's not just limit it to 10%. Let's, let's, if you want to do more, go ahead. Yeah. But I do believe 10% is a very, a very m- minimum, a minimum thing to do, believing that God will bless the 90% mm. and increase it that we can give again. Mm. And I've seen so many um, you know, wealthy people, especially farmers, who also give to missions mm. outside their tithe. They give to missions. They give to... Uh, property development for the church, whatever it is. So mm. let's not limit people to the 10%, shall we? Let's yeah. believe it's just, yeah, <laughs> great to do. Yeah, 10% is the training wheels for generosity. So <laughs> Yeah, that's a, good, a great word, generous, generous training. What, what yeah. a great concept, yeah. Adrian, yeah. Yeah, so, oh, that's awesome. And I think this this is the gospel of Jesus. It's just this blessing we receive so much through jesus and there is a promise of healing there is this promise that jesus loves to provide this supernatural healing but also through jesus we gain this wisdom to live good lives and make build great relationships and sow and reap and 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 as we see that we'll see god moving us forward just keep moving us forward uh, so that we can be a greater blessing to others. So it's not just this, give me, I want to give so I can get more, 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 more for myself, but just a generous life yeah. inspired by Jesus. So, ah, oh, I love it. Great conversation. Thank you, Pastor Rod. Uh, so would you just end by just praying for yeah. all of us? Um, yes. And, yeah. Well, thank you, Jesus, for your true gospel. The gospel of Jesus mm. Christ came to earth, die, resurrect, to give us new yeah. life, the only way. Thank you for the true gospel, the mm. gospel of Jesus. And thank you, Lord, you are a healing God and a blessing God as well, even through the hard times, mm. even through life's hardest moments. You're with us, and I pray that we live a generous life of giving to you because mm. we love you and we love people, but also believing, Lord, for more that we can sow more again, mm. a, a life of, of increasing influence and blessing uh, through you. Even in the hard times, we're going to keep mm. giving, keep praying, keep loving, And I pray for those having a hard time right Mm. now 
that Lord, you'd, you'd bring faith and hope into their life, mm. that, that you can turn that around in time and bring goodness and blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we look forward to connecting next time.